What vibes? Your tribe. Throughout her entire life, Danielle Sabrina has been accomplishing things that people have told her she couldn't do. At 22, she was making six figures in a wealth management firm, and from that time, she has owned boutique retail stores and helped many people launch successful businesses. From losing it all and starting all over again, Danielle's passion for speaking her own personal truth and living an authentic life allows her to manifest her dreams. Danielle, welcome to our uh, interview for the Life Rescripted Virtual Summit. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. So I thought that it would be a really great uh, day to talk about kind of how do we build this tribe from the ground up? You know, I was talking to uh, one of our followers on the podcast a few days ago and, you know, she's getting ready to leave her job and she came up with this really awesome idea. But obviously, other than, you know, your best friends on Facebook that you can invite to an event, like, where do you even start from when it comes to, you know, creating a new following and a new tribe? I would say go first where you're already kind of comfortable and have a presence with. For me, that was Facebook because I was already on Facebook. I already was in a lot of groups and what I did is I just kind of narrowed it down and, and joined new groups that were more in line with my target audience, which were like solopreneurs, spiritualpreneurs, like just life coaches, transformational health coaches, all of those. So I joined those groups and I was in there for a while before I started posting anything myself. And Everybody can come up with like this amazing like business plan or idea, but until you start engaging, it's not a good idea to go too far, I don't think. Like don't plan out this whole entire thing until you start actually engaging because you're just assuming what your ideal clients need at that point. And I have notebooks filled with stuff that I haven't even used yet that I thought that would be my initial like opt-in offer or that would be my, you know, like what I'd be like releasing for a course. And it actually turns out like that probably won't come for another year or two because and my people are just kind of really right now looking for, looking to find their tribe. Yeah. And I'm sure that you also might find that who you think is your tribe isn't necessarily your tribe, at least when you first get started. Right. Well, I think sometimes, okay. So what comes up a lot is that I notice with my clients that, I will ask, I'm like, okay, are, are you marketing to your peers or are you marketing to your ideal clients? And they're like, well, I want to work with business owners. I'm like, okay, well, why? Why do you want, because they have the ability to pay. I'm like, that's wrong right there because you can't, like, for you to try to, like, think of, okay, well, this person will have ability. You have no idea, really. If it's a need, if you establish a need and you meet that, that and it gives results, people find a way to pay. And just because someone is a business owner or an executive or whatever, I don't really feel like gives them any more expendable income than someone who, you know, might just be a blogger or might be a stay-at-home mom looking to transition into something. So I just really am a big believer on go with let your let your like let your yourself and what it is that you want to bring to the table and the people that you truly want to help focus and cater on like to them yeah and then they kind of start to 
trickle in as you go and I'm sure that the process is a little bit long at first I know that like you know I've followed and I'm sure you've followed some of his stuff Pat Flynn you know he blogged for money when he first got everything started and I think he was saying that like the whole first year he practically made nothing he didn't really have a following but he had to work through each and every single day to make this happen and I I know that for me the same thing was kind of true even just in my service business you know I, I give people videos I produce videos and so it doesn't necessarily have to be online but you know I, I think you definitely have to push through that first year and far too many people are getting towards like you know the top of the roller coaster where it's about to turn and go down the big dive but uh, they kind of give up a little bit too soon yeah and we were kind of talking about this before too what you're doing pays dividends and it pays it down the road so if you're not kind of hustling right now and doing stuff that maybe you're not getting paid for, maybe you're not, you know, it's a lot of time, investment, and whatever you can do, trust me, it just pays so many dividends down the road. Because if you pique someone's interest who really is like a serious buyer, they will start following you. You might not get like an initial like contact with them right away, or they might not buy the first thing that you have come out, but they're watching. And those are the people that are going to buy your high-end programs. Those are the people that are going to buy your high-end packages. They might not be the ones that jump on like no-brainer offers or your quick like here's this for 197 bucks or something. They might not jump on those, but you'd be surprised at how quick they are to jump on a $7,500 one, $10,000 package, whatever, or a $2,000 course. Those, and it's that work that you did beforehand. That's I love. That's one of the main reasons why I love collaborating, is that I feel like they help me get my name out. I help them get their name out. I promote them. If I'm doing uh, an interview with someone or whatever, I'm promote. I will send it out to my list. I promote it just as much as they promote it. And it's not. You don't get paid for that. You don't get. It's just your time and it's your gratitude and helping another entrepreneur. That's. And if you can look at it like that, I just feel like there's so much that comes back to you. Yeah. And, and something that I've seen, you know, I've watched you in, in some of these Facebook groups that you join, you know, we're kind of both in some in some of those together. Um, you are very good at finding these people who are, you know, whether or not they're the leaders of the groups, you know, sometimes they're authors. We have an awesome author of a book Yay. we both just read recently, um, you know, and you've been able to connect with them and, and kind of use that to build your tribe and to help them build their tribe. So I'm curious just to hear from you, like, you know, what's your process? Because I've seen everything from, like, you know, posting pictures in the group, tagging the person that you're really trying to get in touch with. You know, maybe we tweet at them. And how do we go about, you know, here's this person I really want to get in touch with and really want to collaborate with. Um, you know, what what's your uh, secret sauce, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, I am always extremely grateful when I do connect with someone and so if I'm approaching someone like, okay, so with Hal, I sent him, he's the author of The Miracle Morning, so I sent him on his website, I sent him a <clears throat> request and I just said I want to do some sort of collaboration. These are the people that follow me, these are the groups that I'm in that I'm active. I'm active in these groups, meaning people like respond to my posts or, you know, I'm not, I don't just like have like, oh, all these groups that I'm in, just I'm pretty active in the ones that I personally have joined and I go you know I just list out like this is what I this is what my plan is here's how I'm going to promote it this is you know 
anything that I can do to promote what you're doing, whatever, so that when they, you know, and then if they do say yes, like Hal said yes, Michael Hyatt was another one that I was like, yes, because I love him. And that was, we'll go back to Hal, but so with Michael Hyatt, I connected with him on LinkedIn and I sent him a message and I just asked him, I said, I really think that I would love to have you on and again, here's my following and this is why I think you would be so inspiration, inspirational to the people that follow me. And that was, he was like, absolutely, here's my assistant's information and let's book this. That's, that is the approach. I, I don't put some like crazy long like process together because I feel like that's really, it just doesn't sound authentic. I'm just, yeah. and I don't try to be like oh like you're gonna be benefiting from this so much and you know like whatever like language people use that kind of like I feel like sounds like yeah okay let's be real here you know that I have a way bigger following than you (laughs) you know like I'm sure like I would never try to be like oh I would be such a huge benefit to you I try to position it as like I am a huge fan I will do whatever I can to help promote and just so without with how I did. And there's been a ton of people who have bought his book because I've said, go buy his book. And I'm being one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yes. And then so I'll take it a step. I don't just like say, oh, go buy this book. Like I say why the, like I give the results. I do it. I did his miracle morning. They gave me results. Like they absolutely, I owe him like my, the clients that I had landed, my bigger packages on LinkedIn. Because it absolutely was that first hour in the morning after setting my intentions, because I specifically did. I was like, I'm going to have more engagement on LinkedIn. It was one of my intentions that I sent. I'm going to connect people on there, and I'm going to just make sure that they know what my services are. If it wasn't for that, it would have always, just like it had, just gotten away from me. Because yeah. it's not like I stop in the middle of the day and say, hey, let me jump on LinkedIn. Like, I do a little bit now, but like I didn't before, you know. So I do, and so I post that stuff. Whenever I post in any type of social media, I always take a picture, whether it's a snapshot with my phone, and then I either word swag it with my website. That will usually I always put my website on a picture, but I also might do like I use like the, the app Sketch, and mm-hmm. you can like draw on the picture. And I'll put like arrows, or I'll circle something like for Hal's book. Amazon sent me an email that said, your review helps someone buy this book. I took a snapshot of it and I sent it out on social media and I was like, go and leave reviews. They're helpful. They're so helpful to the author. Do that. And just even the other day, I went into his Facebook group and I was like, who is pre, who's like pre-bought the um, Miracle Morning for salespeople that's coming out at the end of July? Because I know from being on Dale Partridge's launch team, for his book, People Over Profit, it I didn't realize it made such a huge difference to have those pre-orders and and it really does to make the bestseller list and all that. Like it's not just when it releases, it's the pre-orders. So take it upon yourself when someone's been gracious enough to extend themselves out to you and offer their time to take a step forward and promote it. And promote it in a way that's authentic and it shows that you know, like I did with the picture and I circled it. I was like, see, like this makes a difference. You're not just leaving some random review on Amazon. It really does make a difference. Buy it, you know, like sh- don't just be like, oh, check out this awesome book. <laughs> so go ahead. 
Oh yeah, no, I was just going to say that it's it's something that worked for me, right? Like, you know, I bought this book based off of your recommendation and I think that it you know, I'm just curious to hear from you like how do how does this pay back, you know, towards like you building your tribe? Um, you know, because... like how do I mean, obviously it comes back like further down the road, but you know, we can't see it all at the present time, but right. You know. So, well, because I think it helps you build authority. It helps you. There's, I mean, when you're collaborating with people who are out there and they're accomplished already, there's, you know, when you start lining everybody up, it makes it so other larger names or people who have a significant following there, you know, it kind of makes it like a no brainer. Like, yeah, of course I wanted to be on your summit. Of course I want to be on your podcast. Of course I'd love to do an interview because they know that these other people have, and maybe they've even seen for themselves that I don't need to ask this person like, Oh, Hey, can you promote this or that? Like they do it in a way that's genuine and helpful. And so it may, you know, why wouldn't somebody want to do that? That's what it does. That's how I feel. And that just really helps kind of build your overall. I'm not, you know, I don't always go after like big name people. I really like to collaborate with people that are, I feel are like someone at my level, maybe a little bit more advanced, have been in the business longer. Because I feel like you get a a great following with that. But there's also something to be said about getting published in Huffington Post or having an article on Mind, Body, Green, or, you know, depending on your industry, obviously, or, you know, being an entrepreneur.com or whatever, having a few of those things helps you then in the future land speaking engagements or, you know, be featured on other, other topics and things. Yeah, but so when you work with people who are more like, you know, just kind of in the same, same level, same boat as you're in, you're really, you're getting even a bigger following, I think. Sure. I mean, I I think that collaborating with people who are kind of in the same boat as you, but might have either A, a different audience or B, like the skills that you've been trying to learn is super helpful. And I, I guess the big, not secret, but like the big key thing to remember here is that like a lot of this happens further down the road, right? Like this is not something that you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to work with this person this week and then next week it's going to pay off this amount because you you can't measure that. You can't see that at all. There's no way to tell what could happen. But, you know, I've gone to even just networking events and met people in the past and six months later they'll contact me and it's like, hey, this guy like contacted me and needed video work and, you know, you were I, I had your card still. You know, so it's stuff like that where it's like you can't measure it right now, but your tribe is growing and growing because you're kind of setting these little pieces in motion. Yeah, you're planting the seeds. That's just kind of like throwing your seeds. (laughs) (laughs) Something fertilized. That's and it will. It will continue to grow if if you're not so focused on like what's tomorrow. What is tomorrow? I mean, there's definitely hustle involved. If you're not hustling every single day, it's one of the first things I say to myself, what can I do today to hustle? Because that's what kicks me into gear to shoot off emails or think of something that will like spark some buzz or just create some movement, create some, you know, just, yeah, just a movement so that then you can take that and branch it off to something. It can build up that like, oh, okay, what is she doing? Oh, let me join her Facebook group. Let me join her mailing list. And just 
you know, constantly doing that and not just sending out emails that nobody cares about. That's the other thing. Like, stop. I just, I'm so sick, like, because I'm on mailing lists of people that I enjoy their work. But I get so many emails from them sometimes that I'm like, I don't care again this week about whatever their topic is. Yeah. Like, that's something I've been doing too. It's been like, just be very careful and mindful of like how many emails you send out. Because I know too, I've got, you know, I'm probably subscribed to who knows how many lists. And I've got people emailing me all the time. And so I kind of take that into consideration. And it's like, I only really send out an email like every three or so weeks. I know that you don't want me in your inbox every other day. Right. That, that's exactly. I mean, I I think I've only sent out four or five emails since I've started. That's it because I don't I don't have anything that I communicate through my Facebook group primarily, and until you know, unless I'm sending out a webinar or a launch or something, I just don't. To me, I, I don't want it, I don't want them to unsubscribe because they're sick of hearing the same thing because they maybe haven't like progressed a little bit further in their business. And you can't gauge that just on your list. And I know some people say like, oh, you want to do it same time, every week, this and that. And that is true if you really have something people look forward to. And you'll know that if all of a sudden you don't do it one day and they're like, where is this? And it's not just one or two people asking you, but there's just like floods of people being like, where is it? I mean, I think Marie Forleo does a good job with that with her weekly um, videos, her Ask Marie or Marie TV on Tuesday, I think it is, because there's so many people that look for that video every week because it's a new, fresh topic. It's not the same old, like, here's how to create an amazing brand again. Here's, like, how you can, you know, let me go through, like, again, how to create awesome copy or whatever. You know, it's just, it's nothing. It's just recycled, recycled, recycled. Like, it's not like, hey, last time we gave you our seven top tips for this, and now we're going to give you our 12 top tips. Like, well, it's the same thing. (laughs) And sometimes I'm like, who has time for new tips every week? (laughs) Like, maybe they're sending it to me because I'm not opening their email. I don't know. Maybe that's... (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like, oh, she didn't open. She's getting it again. I don't know. But I just think that's how you... I am on people's mailing list. Like Kimra Luna does a phenomenal job. She's the Be True Brand You. And if she sends an email, I open it. Mm-hmm. The second it's in my inbox, it gets opened. Because one, I don't ever get emails from her. And two, it is always something of value. It's not anything that I heard three weeks ago, last month, a couple months ago. Any like It's literally always something new and something valuable. And to the point, it's not... Some super long, like, here's how to get new coaching clients. Don't you wish that you had a six-figure business? And, like, I'm just, for me, I'm at the point where I'm, like, no, I want more, like, actionable steps here. Because, yeah, I'm already past that. I already know I'm going to be there. I am already know. Like, I already know, you know, I already know all of that. That's not my, that's not where I'm at. Yeah. So two big things that I'm pulling right now are, are if you're trying to build a tribe, 
you know, A, if you're uh, collaborating with other people or trying to get in touch with, uh, you know, some bigger names, uh, not trying to be persuasive because the truth is, like, if they want to help you, then they will. So more of just sharing your story and what you're about. And then the second one I guess I'm pulling from here is that, like, don't be that guy who is constantly trying to get in touch with your tribe. Like, you should be making stuff where they want to chase you down and, and watch what you're doing, not necessarily you pushing it to their email inbox all the time is that correct yeah and just just to be like talking like yeah. that's how a lot of emails i feel like come and this isn't from like bigger entrepreneurs that have been in the game for a while these are people who are like kind of almost peaking but they're still at that like they're at that mid-level where they really haven't like had their big big launch yet but they're just starting to, you know, gain a following and stuff. It's those people that I, I tend to find that I'm just, that I'm like, you've got to give actionable steps. Like, give me reasons why I would want to, I don't want you to talk to me about, like, why all these things are happening that you're an expert in. I want you to talk to me about how to solve them and not just with something that I can't figure out. Like, I want, if it's a if you're giving a solution, tell me how that solution works if it's not like self-explanatory. Yeah. You you brought up something interesting that I thought of here was that, uh, you know, becoming an expert, because this is something that I've talked to so many people and I'm like, you have a lot of really important skills that could help a lot of people and they don't realize that. So I'm wondering if maybe you could talk a little bit about like, how do you monetize and like build a business from scratch where, you know, you, you have one really good skill and I mean, it could be anything under the sun. Let's, let's pick a random one. Maybe you like to work out a lot, right? Or, or yoga. Let's just say yoga. So yeah. where do I start if, you know, like yoga is something I'm super passionate about and I know a lot about it how do I make a business out of that other than, you know, working for the local yoga studio making like right. $10 a class? Okay. Well, let's see. So if I was a yoga instructor, I would, or for some, you know, if I was really passionate about it, they're, if they're that passionate about it, I want to say they're probably an instructor because most people, when you get that passionate about something, you want to like move forward and get that. So we'll just say you're an instructor. I would start off by just building buzz. I would create like, I would create cool infographics that go like that are specific to like your 10 minute yoga poses in between meetings your you know your five minute yoga poses before the kids get out of bed like I would be so specific and I would just do these really like creative infographics and I would use that and I would send it out and I'd put it on Pinterest and I'd put it on Facebook but I would primarily like do Pinterest and Instagram and I would like yoga pose of the day. I would I would encourage people to like come up with like their own names for these series that we put together and you know get creative with it and maybe do like a little giveaway like okay we're going to do a contest like whoever comes up with a name of you know this the executive yoga moves or whatever or yoga for football players like there's so many different avenues you can go in and I would really focus on that and I would hone in on my video making skills and I would do some awesome videos and try to build up my YouTube following so that I could monetize that through sponsorships and then I would contact every yoga studio that I could get my hands on and even if it was one-on-one -on -one contacting them and offering them advertising on like my site or right. whether it because studio, like you can now that we're online, I could be advertising for a yoga studio in California, and I'm on the East Coast. 
Right. Because it's going to reach there. Because, you know, you're following. And I would just think about bigger picture monetization and more creative structures for that. Yeah. So I think a lot of people, when they they look at their skill set and what they have, they forget that online businesses are a great option and probably a higher paying option. You know, so many people like just sticking with this example or like, you know, my options are open up a yoga studio, you know, do maybe yoga, stand up paddleboard classes. But it's like, I, I feel like that's thinking way too small because, yeah, maybe you're bringing in 20 bucks a person, you know, for an hour long class. But at the end of the day, if you only have like 10 people, you're making 200 bucks. And how many classes realistically can you can you get going? So I, I think it's important to stress here that uh, I love where your mind went, that it, it goes the online route as opposed to just thinking, oh, well, you know, I, I'll do what every other yoga instructor does. Well, everything's going online. This The reality is, is that even if you have a brick and mortar business, your entire advertising platform will be online. I mean, can you imagine looking at a phone book? I mean, do they even get, do they even get made anymore? Do phone books get made? I don't even know if they get made. It's actually. so funny to hear you say that because I was on a call with somebody yesterday and he said the same thing. He was like, get out the phone book. Wait, do they have those still? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't even know if they get, I don't even know if they're produced anymore, honestly, but that just goes to, t- okay, that right there, just, hello, that's where it's at. And even, nobody even picks up, like, hard copy anything. Yeah. So yeah. these mailers that go out are barely getting, are not even going to get any response anymore because everybody's statements get delivered in their email. Everybody gets e-statements. People rarely get paper statements for anything anymore, which primarily is the only reason why you check your mail is for your statements to your bills. Yeah, like Like, I think I'm still getting a couple of mail statements, but that's only because I haven't figured out how to log in and switch. Like some of them are automatic, but like I I just look at it in my email and take care of it now. Right, exactly. That that's that's why it doesn't matter what your business is. And so even companies that have these like direct mail um platforms that they use for advertising like if they're not transitioning their platform to start building like a serious presence online like Groupon did or like Living Social because that's all they really were it was just like they just took like direct marketing basically and brought it to you know like the direct mailers or whatever and brought it online and if the companies don't start doing that or that are more local I mean I know I even get some where I live locally and I'm just like I would like to have some of these coupons. Why aren't they just why isn't there why aren't they just mailing like emailing me? So I have them on my phone. So I just pop, you know, like pull it up. Yeah, but I'm yeah. not going to use it. I'm going to throw it away because I'm not going to remember to cut out this little coupon and put it in my wall. You know, like that just doesn't it's archaic to me. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like how you see so many people now where they're not really carrying around cash. They're carrying around credit cards because it's like, yeah. you know, so I guess my my big tip from that I'm pulling from this part is, you know, if you have a skill set and you're looking to build a business, you know, and for a lot of people listening in right now, you probably want to quit your job and start a business so you can do the things like you and I do where we can sit here and hang out on a Wednesday morning and Skype. You know, it, it's this is the freedom that this is created for us. But I think that you've got to build up your tribe, but you also kind of have to go where they are. You know, if, if they're online, which like 99% of the people are these days, like that's where you need to be, you know, not in the yoga studio where seven or eight people are showing up to your class. You need to be able to show up online where a hundred people from all over the world at once can watch what you're doing. Right. And then if, then if you are doing stuff one on like in person like that, 
go beyond monetize that even further did you ask that say oh did you like the you know did you like the mantras we used today did you like whatever because i you know make some make those like give it so you they can buy it after so the people in your class can buy those yeah and for everyone listening like this is not just something that applies to yoga we just came up with this on the spot yeah. as an example so i just want to anything yeah do i mean it really videos. is whatever you like to do do that and teach it <laughs> like that's the best form of advertising is to teach people what you do so let me ask you this though because this is a good question that comes up a lot from a lot of people <clears throat> they're like well if i go to youtube already there's already videos about that you know, so what is your, I, I mean, I know what your response is, but I'm just curious to have you say it for everybody listening in. Like, what is your response to, you know, a bunch of other people are already doing this? Everybody brings something unique to the table and I'm never concerned about what anybody else is doing. So first get yourself out of that mindset of ever thinking about what anyone else is doing. Do not care. If you care about what other people are doing, you're going to get wrapped up in their process and it's going to prevent you from starting your own. So the only like positive about being aware of what other people are doing is if you're trying to model their behavior. Like if you're trying, you know, if you want to pay attention to someone that you, like I love Gary Vaynerchuk. I love everything he does. So I pay attention to everything he does and I model his, his authenticity. I, I just, you know, I don't get on videos and curse because I just don't really curse. I'm not like, I don't have that, you know, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, not. <laughs> Yeah, but that's him and that's what I like and that's that's why he resonates with me because I'm exactly the same talking to you or doing an interview as I am with my best friend. Yeah. And that's and what I say too. Be yourself all the time. I follow Gary Vee all the time and you know, I just saw a video before <laughs> we jumped on the call and I just love that he's one of those people where he's like here's what you know about him. He's he's going to buy the Jets. Like, this is just his passion, right? Like, he wants to buy the Jets. He wants to buy an NFL team. He loves wine because that's kind of where he got his start. So he's very humble about his beginning and where he came from. Yeah, but and he doesn't even drink it. I love that. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even drink it. He spits it out. And and he just doesn't care. Like, that's the biggest thing that I really do like about him is he's kind of like, this is the way it is. I don't care if you think differently. I'll listen to your opinion because I respect it. But this is where I'm coming from. Yes, and, it, and that, and he loves his people. That's the other thing that I love about him is that he interacts. Like I've had so many personal interactions with him, it only further solidifies my loyalty. Like there's not a book that he has had that I don't like. He could put anything out, and honestly, because of the value he's always given me, I would just buy it, just to be loyal. Like just to give that loyal support. Because he's just been someone that has never swayed me once. Like I never was like, eh, never a bad taste in my mouth ever. And that's that's what I like. And don't think that you're too big that you can't talk to other people or that you can't comment on things or like you're only going to like things. That's another – like that right there I think is a turnoff. Like you can't just – you know, th you know those people I'm talking about that are like they – you never see them say, oh, hey, thanks to anybody like they may, may might pop up every once in a while and that's just like eh yeah the, there's a lot of great stuff here today that we talked about that 
uh, I think a lot of people are going to take away, you know, if you're listening in right now, if you either A, haven't built your tribe already, you know, we just took a topic that we don't really know much about. I mean, I do yoga every once in a while, but I'm certainly not an expert and ran with it for a few minutes. You know, we gave you guys some great examples of people who are out there uh, who have built huge businesses uh, like how, like Gary Vee, like uh, I think we mentioned a couple others. But, you know, we're giving you examples of how people have done this using these types of ideas. And so I just wanted to uh, leave it to you. You know, Danielle, do you have anything that people should be checking out on your website? Do you have any resources online right now that uh, or, you know, you have I know you have a a private Facebook group. So there's some really cool resources and things that you've got if you want to share that with everyone. Yeah, um, just pop on my website, daniellesabrina.com. I have my What Vibes Your Tribe mini course. I will be coming out with some other stuff in the very near future I'm working on. Um, But definitely join my Facebook group. And you can always ask me questions in my Facebook group. I get back to everyone. So it doesn't, like, wherever you need help in your business, just post a question in there. Not only will I answer, but there's also some really brilliant entrepreneurs in there that always chime in. So that's... Please, yeah, you're more, everyone's more than welcome in that. And that's the link is on my Facebook, but it's, you know, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash get happy, make money. But it's, it's on my um, website. Awesome. Well, thank you so much thank for spending you. some time with me today. And I know that we'll be hanging out here, I think, at the end of the month, right? Yes, that's right. The Sweet. So yep. I get to see you soon. And it, it's great to, uh, you know, these are for everyone listening. These are mostly people that I've never met in person. So it's always really exciting when you do get to meet them in person. Yeah, so. we're gonna have fun. Thanks for being here today. And uh, everyone check out DanielleSabrina.com.